Squidward is my best friend in the world. <laughs> Squidward. Okay, stop. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So starting off this episode, you heard me singing. So that means we have to be talking about music today. And I mean, music is such an important and impactful topic. Uh, it's getting its own episode, man. Mm, yeah, likewise. Yep. Yeah, so um, that has been something that, I mean, has always been important to the both of us for I don't know how long. I mean, since the beginning, it's always been important. Music's always been one way or another influencing us. And, yeah, uh, so many ways. There's yeah, there's so much that we have to talk about. So I thought, you know what? You know, you know that question, right? In, where they always ask us if you, if you would rather be blind or deaf. You'd rather be blind. I'd rather be fucking blind. I don't think I can go without listening to music. Yeah, I think you're right, man. There's, well, dude, that one's fucking heavy. Well, I mean, cause I I am like like I mentioned like before on the podcast, I am an artist, so I am visually, you know. That's how I understand the world is visually. Yeah, but music is an art too. Correct, it is an art, but I am more of a drawing artist yeah. rather than a music artist. Yeah, you know what? I think I could I could go with that same thing because I I don't know how I could imagine the world without sound. Like imagine not knowing what your parents sound like. Shit, dude. Yeah, that's man. heavy, <laughs> I, dude. Imagine, imagine. Not not being able to hear your dog bark or damn. yeah, yeah, dude, crazy. But also, uh, on the other other side of that, like, if I was not able to see, but I could still hear, I could probably paint an amazing picture uh, in, <laughs> in my head, dude. I okay, okay. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, dude. I can imagine you at a fucking canvas like right now. You're just like. Just a bunch of fucking messy ass scribbles and shit. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not referring to that. So, okay, picture it this way. So you lose your eyesight as an adult. So you could use. What, what if you were born like born blind? Born, so you never know blind. what anything looks like. It's just your imagination. Damn, dog. Imagine that, dude. That's fucking crazy. Like, like, like you hear a dog, but you imagine it's a cat, dude. Well, it doesn't even matter what you think those animals even look like because you don't have anything to refer exactly, to. Exactly, but I mean, like, just imagine if you if you had it that way, though. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. That is so nuts. I don't even know how I would... I, you're, you're, you're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> but, but still, like, um, I, again, I'm, I'm a visual learner. I, I, you know, well, that's just the way I am. And even then, like, I would still pick sound over sight. Yeah. I think I'd have to agree with you. I I couldn't do it. No, no. I just have to let my imagination run wild and see what weird fucked up creations I think up. You know, that's like one of the most scariest things for me personally as I get older is losing my, you know, my ability to hear. Mm-hmm. If I start going deaf, if I have to use like hearing aids and all this stuff, I see older people, especially where I work, who all always wearing this thing, and it's like, damn, dude, I see myself doing that in in the distant future, just because of the nature of my work. So many loud noises and the constant pounding on my eardrums. I think I'm probably going to lose my hearing. I I listen to music loud, like in the car, everywhere. Yeah, so do I. So I mean, like I'm. 
killing my own hearing, but it's like you got to enjoy it while you have it, dude. It, you don't have it forever. I mean, that, that's that's like one of the biggest reasons why. I also, like, I I don't want to live too long. <laughs> no, no, like, like it's, okay. So, so like, I've always said, I've always said, right? You know, if I if I can't take a shit by myself, just fucking end my life there, dude. Like, put me down. Yeah, I I, I would like to poop by myself, <laughs> unassisted. <laughs> exactly, unassisted. <laughs> I I don't. I don't want somebody helping me poop. But on that same scale, like, obviously, as you get older, you lose functions, you lose abilities that you're usually, you're used to having. And it's just your organs are getting old. And losing losing my ability to hear is just, I don't know. That's it's, one, it's, it's one of the scary ones. Exactly. For me, personally. Yeah. But anyway, um, before we get into the meat of the potato here, uh, let's just get, let's get these... Uh, Oh, let's get some brews out of the let's way. Let's get some brews going, man. Yeah, um, that's, like I always. mean, that's the best way to talk about music is if you're having a cold one. <laughs> so we get, we actually brought two different beers here today, two local brews. I think it's going to be fitting. Um, so what we got, we've talked about Powderhouse, I don't know how many times and how much we, we like the place. Uh, this is a Powderhouse special. So Powderhouse Session Ale from obviously Powderhouse Brewing Company in Boise, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had we had to do the powder house. Yeah, because we haven't brought one onto the set yet. We've always, like I said, like uh, you said, we've always just talked about them. Never, never brought it on. Yeah. So it says here it is the quintessential powder house light ale. House beer pairs perfectly with a backyard uh, weenie roast. <laughs> <laughs> Afternoon floats on the river and building Scandinavian furniture to make your go-to beer house. Scandinavian. Did you catch that reference? Weenie Rose. <laughs> I'm stuck on the Weenie Rose. That's such an Idaho thing, too. Uh, if you guys are listening from another place, the floating the river, uh, yes. that's something we do here. We mm-hmm. just float the Boise River from one end to a different, well, not one end, one part to another part of a park. And it's about like a two hour float. You float around, you drink beer, you have a good time. It's awesome. Back home, we do. We used to do the steak. The Snake River float that bitch. Yeah, the Snake River is a big fucking river, though. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. We'd only float from like one bank to the other bank, and then we're done. Yeah, no. Well, that and even then, Juan can't do it because he can't. Because I can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> I did it though. I did it. I did it once with Isaac in this really, really big float, and um, I wore a life jacket, but obviously, yeah. But uh, it got dark. It got dark, and like it took <laughs> us so long to get there. Uh, we had to use our cell phones, our flashlights, to make sure that boats didn't hit us. Dude, imagine if you'd fucking dropped your phone there. Uh, fuck it, I'll get another phone. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I, I'm risking it for the biscuit. You gotta risk it for the biscuit. And I didn't want to get hit by a fucking boat. <laughs> but anyway, let's crack these bros. Okay. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to fucking do that. <laughs> That's a tasty brew. That is. That's a tasty brew. I think they kind of... See, this is... Before I describe it, this is my issue with reading the back of the can. It's like reading the back of the book before you read the book. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I don't want to be... Uh, I need to stop doing that. Is I, I get too yeah, influenced. Yeah, you fucking do. I need to get... I get too influenced before I taste it. So when, when I give my description of it, it's... 
pretty much what it says on the back of the can. But now you got to look for that back of the can in the beer now. Yeah. Well, it does give you. A it little, is a light ale. It does give you a little bit of a of a map to, to follow, you know. But I think, I mean, it really does kind of fit fit its its suit pretty pretty well. Don't yeah. you think? I mean, it is it's the quintessential light ale. This is the perfect beer for a weenie roast. I think this is like the perfect, uh, like the most dynamic beer that you could have, and you could have it for anything, really. You could pour it in a glass and have it with a dinner, or you could put a you know, 12-pack in a cooler and go tailgating, and everything and anything in between. You can float the river with this. You could have a barbecue with this. You can, I don't know, just sit back and enjoy a couple while you're working on a car. You know what? You know, I will say something, though. What? Although this is a very good brew, I don't think it warrants that $10 price tag for the six-pack. Ooh, good point. do not believe it warrants the $10 six-pack price. I don't believe it should be that much. If it was less, I'd I'd give it some props. But no, I honestly do not believe... It warrants its ten dollar price for a six pack. It is a flavorful, flavorful beer. Um, you you know, like when you drink, like a light beer or a Bud Light or you know any any light beer, any light lager. Yeah, no, that's it's um, it you always feel like it's missing things. It's it, like it's mostly water. It's watered down, correct? Yeah, this, this one definitely has some more it's flavor. Full to bodied. It. It's, yeah. it's flavorful and it's not heavy. Mm-mm. It's not like I don't feel bloated. I, I mean, granted, I only had half a beer so far. But, we'll find out in a sec. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I don't feel like it's sitting very heavy. I mean, if you compare the way it sits, personally, like to what's a heavy sitting beer? Um, uh, what's that Belgian beer? The orange oh, one. Uh, Blue Moon. Blue Moon. There you go. Yeah. If I drink, if I drink a single Blue, Blue Moon, Moon, it's. Yeah, I feel like I just had a loaf of bread. <laughs> and it's seriously just sitting there expanding in my stomach. But, uh, like, this is a good one. This is, like, a good uh, long-lasting beer. Like, you could drink a handful of these. And it's got a fairly regular alcohol content, 4.5%. I guess that's that's roughly what you find in your Budweiser's. Correct. So, But, uh, again, I will have to knock it down for the price. Yeah, that is true. So, without referring to the back, what do you taste on this squid? Um, it's like what, like you said, like you know, the Budweisers and your cores are missing that Something. extra flavor that's to it. It's mm-hmm. because like it feels like, you know, they they fill the can like this much, right? Like three quarters, and the rest is water. Here, it feels like they did fill up the can all the way. Yeah, with with a good proper brew. Exactly. Um, the tinge of wheat to it, but you know, it, it doesn't sit heavy. Surprisingly, we'll find out, but so far hasn't. Okay. Here's what I get from it. It's crisp. It is like you said, uh, a little, a slight, slightly weedy. A little malty. The hops in it are very subtle. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a bitter beer. Nope. But it isn't sweet either. 
Um, it's very mellow. It's very, That's a good way to put it. It's very mellow. It's a very mellow beer, but it's full of flavor. It's full-bodied. I get some maltiness, some weediness, some, uh, um, a little bit of, uh, there, there's more of like a hoppy, like, bite at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And like, more like in the aftertaste, but not, not right up front. You know, it's, um, oh, you know what I like about this that I just, I just barely realized is, um, you know how, how like when you drink a, a like a Bud Light or Budweiser, there's like a little bit of metallicness to it. Mm, this yeah, does, okay. this doesn't yeah. have that, and I I like that a lot. No, no, yeah, you don't get that. that meta- you don't get like you're kind of drinking the can a little. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, but um, I mean it's a good beer, man. It's good a good beer. beer. Good beer. All I right. will um, I'll give it a seven. You give it a seven. I give it a seven. I'll give it a seven and a half. I I mean. It just it it floats my boat, man. I'm not gonna lie. Totally does. Uh, but I, I very 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 disagree with that ten dollar price tag for a six pack. Um, I mean I, I do like it, and I would buy this over you know uh, other loggers, other uh, light ales, and um, I don't know. I I think I'll probably still end up buying a case of Keystone versus this for the price. <laughs> for real, <laughs> you can get you get a you get a what a. A thirty rack for twenty bones. Yeah, so I get twelve. I get twelve of these for the price that I would get a thirty pack of Keystone. <laughs> Even though Keystone tastes like shit, it's it's not far off. You're in the same like category of beer. Uh, Keystone, I think, is a lager. This is an ale. Correct. I'm flavor wise. I guess that's what. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. For the for the ten bones for six for a six pack, Mm-mm. yeah. So, we'll we'll bring in the we'll bring in the next beer here in a minute, um, but I figured we might as well talk talk music. But let's see the very very first way, or the very first direction. I feel like we should go because there's like so many different ways that we could go about this. Is mm-hmm. Uh, like different genres and, and, and like how they influence you really. I think that's a good way because as I, I know you and obviously you know me, we listen to such a broad spectrum of music. We'd listen to everything. We'd like literally everything. Literally. I'll be like, you know what? Today I'm feeling, I'm feeling some country. And then tomorrow I'll feel like, you know, what? I want some like dubstep. You know, I want some of that shit, like the bass hitting as hard as it can. Yeah, like that vibe. <laughs> like you start, you start like head bob bouncing a little bit. You know, like it gets you, it gets you hyped up. Yeah, my 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 music taste will swing in like in a day. Yeah, they'll swing hourly, really. <laughs> like honestly, like if I if my my uh, music is playing on a shuffle, and I'm vibing something, I don't know if I I, I could be listening to some fucking Travis Tritt or something, you know? And I'm in a and I'm in a country mood and I'm, you know, singing along to those deep baritone uh um sounds. Then the next song that comes on is I don't know, some hip hop, some 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 East Coast boom bap, and next thing I know I'm rapping some along emo. to the, Yeah, <laughs> there's some some metal, some old school uh um like uh 
like old rock, old school rock. And yeah. then, you know, I, I just go through all the different things. Fucking Michael Buble comes on and I'm, you know, <laughs> belting out every little thing I can. You know, it's, I, it literally, it, it just has, I don't know, it just has to hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, er, you, you today. You gotta get that feeling, yeah. Yeah, today we had such an issue with, with Shuffle, bro. Yeah, Shuffle today was just not throwing the right vibes today. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know. Shuffle has heat. its days. For sure has its days. It's like, it's like, oh, okay. You know, I wasn't even thinking of that song, but it was perfect to play yeah. next, right? But then, then Shuffle has like those shitty ass days where you just got to keep hitting skip. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's crazy. So let me ask you this. If you're listening to country, what emotion do you think you're, you're feeling at the time because you, you could go all, all kinds of different ways but just for if you choose to listen to country what do you think you're oh doing? dude currently right now it's probably more like emo like really emotional so like sadness or um empty feeling or something like along those lines right i wouldn't say like depressed no yeah. but you know you're you're you kind of you kind of Kind of like in the dumps because of something, yeah. so you just want to like put on some sad country boy stuff, yeah, and drink a beer. That's what, drink a beer is a good song, by the way. Yeah, that is a good song, by the way. Yeah, it is. Um, shout out to Luke Bryan. I'm gonna drink a beer right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, how would you say? I guess this one's a this one's a given. Uh, EDM. How do you think EDM impacts you? Because oh, there's, like, there's, just like every genre, there's the different, you can attach a different emotion to each. There's two ways I listen to EDM. And it depends solely, it depends a lot on the artist too. Sometimes I just want to go through through a trip of like sounds and, and, and notes and everything just thrown at you. And it just, you know, creates like an experience, not you're just listening to a song, right? Um, like, like when you listen to Fly Like Sora. Sort of. Yes. There's some songs that he does have the yes. Old school. That too, yeah. And no, then, no, the song old school. Yeah, that, that's what that, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah that's movie. what I mean. Um artists that really come to me is like Porter Robinson and Maddion. Um they they make more of an experience rather than what traditional EDM is, which is like, you know, to get a party going, right? Yeah, like your uh like your Tiestos, like your Skrillex, like your, And I mean that's the other mood, right? <laughs> Um, for me with EDM, like then, you know, I want to be in a party mood. Like I want to, you know, go all out. Let's go do this. Go do that. Let's have fun. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. When the uh, bass drops, just headbang as hard as you can. Yeah. Okay. One more before we go, uh, before we move on. Uh, I mean, we just have to hit it, bro. Hip hop. Oh, so hip hop also, I think follows the same thing that I have with same EDM. Principles. But it's not it's not like I'm trying to have an experience. I'm trying to like connect in a way with what the artist is saying in the rap, right? And there are songs like that, like especially like Logic and J. Cole, they have good amount of their music that you know, um, that they want you to connect with and have like emotions to them and everything. But then there's also um the other side of that. Like, you know, it's like yeah, it's stacks so on vibing. racks and shit. You yeah, know? Just, yeah, the vibing. Like exactly. That. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking for one specific thing, 
because I I already kind of have an answer. What kind of when it comes to the hip hop that you listen to mostly, what side of hip hop do you listen to most? The more lyrical, the lyrical for sure. Or yeah, or the or the hype. Yeah. No, definitely the lyrical. Yeah, I 100%, man. I mean, excuse me, even though we're technically on the west coast pacific west coast mm-hmm. um i have to give it up to uh the, the east coast dude i east coast boom bap is, is was one of my favorites i mean don't get me wrong you can't go wrong with with the ogs from the west coast um you know with with warren g and snoop dogg and, and dr dre but that's just that's i like that more because it's more lyrical the play on words are, are so crazy and insane that's honestly what because of that that taste that i have for that that's honestly why i became a fan of logic in the beginning because his uh his first mixtapes were very much that style oh yeah 100 percent. but yeah man that's that's as far as hip-hop goes that's where i lean for sure oh yeah all right um oh i like this segment dude i'm I really wanted to talk about this because I thought I was excited when I thought of this part. Different songs for different chapters of your life. And this is something that I thought about personally because if you if you think about significant events in your life and you try to connect them with the music that you were listening to at the time, it's almost like, you know, excuse the pun, you're listening to the soundtrack of your life. Yeah. Just like, you know, Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi, yeah, that song's pretty good too. No, I mean, like, there, there's a lot of events that happen in your life, right? And you just find that one song that you're relating to at that one moment. And later down, like, a few years down the road, you you get you catch that song on shuffle again. And it's like, Damn. oh, dude. I Brings remember. you back. Exactly, yeah. You remember all these, whatever you were going through at the time, whether good or bad, you know, you you just remember those memories because of that song. That song connects with that memory so hard that, you know, it just, it just doesn't go doesn't leave yeah okay so how about um i ask you about times in your life and you try to connect it with a song that work okay okay uh we'll start from we'll start from uh junior high let's see what what song would you connect with junior, junior high? high holy shit i can't remember what i was listening to then were you a little emo kid? Were you more? I don't know what I was then. Okay, let's do. Uh... So so here so here, that's when I was starting to really discover like music in general. Like obviously I heard it, you know, I liked it, right? But then that's, that's when it started to connect. Connect with, with like whatever the artist was putting out there, and one of the very first artists I really connected with was Lincoln Park. Yeah. Um, Ooh, dude. That is that is right. You were such a Linkin Park fan. I was a huge Linkin Park. I still I still obviously am, but um then, you know, that was probably the first um artist I really connected to. And not just with their popular songs, obviously, like in yeah. the end, um those, Numb. Numb, all those songs. But even later on, like they had like those other albums that didn't do very well, like A Thousand Sons. Um, I think I connected the most with that album more than any of their al- other albums. <laughs> And it wasn't very popular either. Like, mm-hmm. not a whole people lot, lot, um, like that one, but I did. Yeah, um, I like the direction they were going with. Yeah, I'm, well, for instance, uh, me in junior high, it was um, 
it was a very strange time for me. I, that, that was the time when I, I lost my dad. So yeah. I, obviously there was a lot of uh, like sad stuff going on, but I was also like trying to be strong. So there was a lot of, um, I think that's honestly when I started to get my introduction to listening to some heavier metal um, and uh, really just starting to discover some, some uh, post-hardcore bands, mm-hmm. uh, Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens. Yep. <sighs> Excuse me, but I also listened to, and this is, I mean, prior to this, like my, almost my entire youth, uh, I listened to Mexican music in my, in my household because my, you know, my parents are Mexican. They, they listen to Banda and stuff like that. And then, uh, rap. I listened to, uh, like, I guess it was a little bit before my time, but like old school gangster rap, like what you would get with, uh, Biggie and Pac and, mm-hmm. And I Snoop remember Dog. you were really into that stuff. Yeah, too. Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube. That was uh, the, primarily what I listened to. Woody, um, and and, and a, a lot of a lot of gangster rap and, and a little bit more hardcore stuff. Uh, and then then my taste started transitioning, and that's really when I started to to broaden my taste musically. Mm-hmm. But this is like right when I started to take a turn uh, musically, and and listen to things that I never thought I would actually be interested in. So let's like, go... Like post-hardcore. You know. Yeah, well, no, past that. Uh, let's go to uh, high school soccer season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, um, uh, that, that one Shakira song, like... How'd that go? Shit. Uh, I, I can't remember. It was the, the anthem for the... the 2010 World Cup. 2010 World Cup I forgot in, what in South song Africa. Was, yeah, and Waving Flag. Yeah. That was such a good song too. Yeah. See that that's you go from listening to Biggie Park to listening to Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if there's any more black and white to that. But around that same time, um we started broadening even more and more. I mean, I think before that I listened to other other types of music like uh like Gorillas. Yeah, um, I was, I, Gorillas. Arctic Monkeys. Arctic Monkeys. They uh, were starting to, like all these like alternative stuff. Like yeah, was, that's that's really what I would consider it too is alternative. Um, where what else? Uh, what's that one song that they used to play for our warm ups? It was um, it was the Spanish, like from Spain. Uh, bu- 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 fuck, I don't know. He's like the Enrique Iglesias. Oh. Oh, he had a World Cup song too, but it was yeah. for 2006, though. Yeah, but we played. Didn't we play that in our warm ups? We did, yeah. Yeah, that was in there too. I forgot what it was called now, too. And uh, that. And Pitbull. Oh, yeah. Pitbull, Mr. <laughs> Worldwide, you know what I'm saying? Dude, Pitbull was so huge then, dude. Yeah, remember? fuck yeah. Pitbull was huge. Our, then. Our, our high school years, Pitbull was like one of the biggest artists. Like every party had Pitbull playing. I had people playing at some point, like every party. What's that guy's name? Tygo or Ty? Tyga? No, and yeah, we did listen to Tyga. But what's his name? Tygo or Kygo or something like that? I can't remember. That's not ringing a bell. But anyway, um, all right, let's do. When you moved. No, okay. After graduation, when I moved away. I can already think of at least one artist that, or two artists that you started to vibe with heavy, heavy, because they're on your body. 
J. Cole. J. Cole. J. Cole's one of them. And... and bring Me the Horizon. Bring Me the Horizon, yeah. This was... Those, well, yeah, those were the two biggest ones at that time. Yeah, the, at, after probably freshman, sophomore year... Um, it was Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens. Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens. I mean, Pierce the Veil still now. Still, to this day, 100%. To this day. I'm still waiting for that sixth that, album, guys. Yeah. Or is that fifth? No, sixth. That's sixth. And... Um, uh, Bring Me the Horizon came in, and that one, like, I remember the first song I listened to was Shadow Moses by Bring Me the Horizon, and it was that song was sick. It was in Lewis's Jetta, he had just put a Rockford Fosgate system through and through from the deck to the sub, uh, amp and everything was full Rockford Fosgate system with tweeters and everything, and it rattled the shit out of his piece of shit Jetta. (laughs) Yeah, I remember those fucking Jettas, bro. Him and Joe got this. A year apart? Yeah, I think a year or two apart. A year or two apart. Just like them. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> exactly. Like the, the two brothers got a, like exactly the same Jetta. Same body style. Yeah. Like there were the boxy body styles. Did and, the Jetta GL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, honestly, their stereo systems were worth more than the vehicles <laughs> themselves. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. uh, damn, totally, totally, they were. And they had, they were a year older than us, and they had just gotten back. Uh, that summer from Warp Tour in Salt Lake City. Oh yeah, and that's the year that Bring Me the Horizon went went to Warp Tour, and he's like, "Hey, bro, they're playing the song," and I was like, "Dude, that that's fucking crazy! Like, I really fucking like that. Who is that?" And they're like, "Oh, dude, this is Shadow Moses by Bring Me the Horizon," and the rest is history. You know that that got me hooked and reeled in, and I was on that boat, and. uh um, that just kind of grew, right? Because from there, uh, that one was Sempaternal, that Sempaternal album. Sempaternal, and then the one that really vi- that really got to me was uh, That's the Spirit. That's the Spirit. That's the album cover that you have tattooed on your yeah, arm. Yeah, it's the, it's the umbrella with the rain underneath it. Yeah, that that album was, was super impactful. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's why I ended up getting it tattooed. And... Let's do. Let's do uh, one more, and then we'll go to current. Okay. So, uh, when you moved to California, um, it definitely was like same, still same thing, like J Cole and Beamer Horizon. But towards the end, um, that's when I discovered uh Porter Robinson, and mm. Porter Robinson. Uh, I feel like. At first, you know, he was your typical like EDM artist, you know, get the hype going and everything. His right? was his was more trancy. Yeah. Uh, but then as he um I guess matured, you know, it's the best way to put it. He 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 wanted to make his songs more of a an experience rather than just you know, just to get the crowd hyped. And um one of the biggest songs that you know that still to me with this day is Shelter. Um That's a good one. Shelter's a very good song and and the video that he also put together for it too, like he, he got um, and that's where I got more into anime too, was because of Shelter as well. I um, saw Porter Robinson live. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had a he had a video for that for that song, put together by like oh, I can't remember the Jap, the studio that did it, but it was like a very high end studio from Japan that put it together for him, mm. and it was super super cool. So. Um, I, the project I as a whole was was amazing. Yeah, 
around that same time uh was you had was it paradiso before or after you had moved to california it was after yeah so around that time no before uh, before i think it was no right. no it was after it was after because i had already moved to california okay yeah all right so at that point in time when Orlando had moved to california i had already finished my first year in college and um i was going into my second year and i mean after being in college you get to meet a lot of people you get exposed to a lot of different music and at first at my first interactions with edm i wasn't an entirely huge fan there's excuse me a few maybe a handful of songs that actually would uh cause like a rise in me like get me hyped up Mm -hmm. or something like that and after a while i just kept listening to different artists and different artists and and expanding more and more and more and fly like sora uh he was super super into edm and he's like dude tiesto 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 and i was like all right you know you know tiesto being one of the old school ones but i thought about tiesto past you know the old school you know repetitive beat you know that kind of shit Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm not into that it just sounds like transformers you know (laughs) but i didn't realize how much edm had changed from you know listening to sandstorm to now (laughs) edm has gone so many different ways obviously the 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 fathers of edm is Always been attributed to Daft Punk. And Daft Punk, uh, Tiesto, yeah. uh, Dead Mouse. That those were the first true EDM artists I think we really listened to. Yeah, was was Dead Mouse, Skrillex, Skrillex, dude for sure. <laughs> Skrillex, and then uh, and then came like Daft Punk in in those. Yeah, yeah, no, and because I started getting really really into EDM, and you know everyone at the time had stereo systems in their car. And the bass just hit, and you feel it reverberate in your chest, and it just got your there's, blood there's, pumping. There's nothing better and, than that, dude. And then if you have like your buddies in in your car, and everyone's just you know bouncing with the beat and vibing, <laughs> you just start getting like, yeah, like you get pumped up. You get really pumped up. Oh yeah. And then next thing I know, I was hooked. I really liked EDM, and I liked it so much that I started going to EDM concerts. I actually ended up going to Paradiso. Uh, which I think actually has been canceled now. They they no longer do it. Um, I think they had some uh, some issues uh, with marketing and and popularity. Even though that the year that I went was was massively insane. It was massively insane. But how many people died? One guy died. Two- <laughs> <laughs> One guy died, and two people were injured. Tell, um, tell tell the story of the guy that died. Okay, so first let me tell well, you. He how, rest in peace. Yeah, let me let me tell you first of all how amazing this this uh, festival was. I saw some amazing amazing artists like Atlantis, like Martin Garrix, like Skrillex, like um, Porter Robinson. Was there. Porter Robinson, uh, Snails, uh, some amazing amazing huge artists. And um, what ended up happening was on, I think I, I want to say it was on the second day, because it was a two-day event, but we had camped there, so we had stayed there for three three nights. On the second night, so we had, it was about halfway through the day, uh, everyone's kind of like making their way towards the main stages, uh, if I remember correctly, three or four stages. 
and we're making our way towards the main stage because you know they're going up the last set you're gonna see skrillex close out the the last night it's gonna be an amazing show obviously skrillex and it has to be something big yeah and you you gotta think these are people raving and partying and drinking for you know three nights already drugged up to shit yeah dude. And, oh fuck and they you know a lot of a lot of people are pretty roasted and there was a fella uh ironically enough dressed like jesus <laughs> i kid you that. not he was dressed like jesus he had a robe he had long hair and a beard he was in sandals <laughs> jesus christ and uh <laughs> he was fucked up like really really messed up what do you think um, what do you think he was on um, I, it's hard to tell you because the only time that I've ever thought someone had his sort of inability to walk was if they were drunk. Um, but I think he was drunk and he had, he couldn't find his balance. Maybe he was on something else. I don't know. A lot of people like to, uh, use Molly or ecstasy or other party drugs. Yeah. Or maybe acid. I don't, I couldn't tell you. He, he, he had something else. He had other that. stuff in his system for sure. hundred percent. But anyway, so, uh, there, it's a big grassy hill that comes down to a paved path that slopes slightly about the same amount of slope that you would have like in your driveway. The, by the way, the venue is like in the middle, like in the forest. It's, it, no, it's, uh, the gorge. The, the gorge, gorge, the Gorge Amphitheater in in Washington. Oh, it was like right next to like a the not canyon. a canyon. Oh, well, it, it was, was like it a, a canyon? canyon. Yeah, yeah, it was like next to a canyon. Yeah, with the main stage overlooking the edge. Yeah, that's it's pretty sick. And um, so, it's a very slight grade. Like I said, about the the same grade that you would have in a in a suburban driveway. Um, and it goes down to some stairs. It's like a fence that. Excuse me. Follows uh, follows that whole trail, but it's uh, up. Uh, aside from that, that hill is pretty steep. But anyway, me and uh, my my buddies, we were walking down towards the main stage, and we see this guy, and we're like, "Oh, huh," making jokes, blah blah blah. And um, he's struggling walking up this grade, and he'd make it about four or five steps, and then backpedal about ten. <laughs> And then he'd grab onto the fence and take a few deep breaths and then kind of run, jog like five or ten, five to ten steps up and then backpedal 12. He was fighting gravity to like tooth and nail. And um, as we got basically to where the trail was at, you know, a few feet away from this guy, he had made it about six or seven feet up the trail, up the walkway. And uh, as we got to the bottom, like right where we're entering the main stage area, uh, he shit whips himself. Like Ooh. he like full blown, like full speed back pedals, like 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 if he was slipping on ice almost. Like you know when you try to like a cartoon your balance, run, you know? yeah. Like like when they're trying to get like catch uh, traction or whatnot. Yeah, but in reverse, <laughs> and Fuck. he ran basically backpedaled all the way down this ramp and then trips over his own feet and just whips his head onto the concrete. Damn. And 
uh, he was completely unconscious, and they have or they had um, like assistance there pretty quick. They like call paramedics. Yeah, uh, no, no, they're not paramedics. They're just other. They're people who work for the venue. They call themselves the Conscious Crew. So, yeah. So they're, they 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 work. They work for the venue. So, you know, you're at a rave. They, you know that people are going to use drugs and and drink. Uh, so they're there to not to get you in trouble, but you know, to give you water if you're dehydrated. To, you know, help you find your friends if you get lost. Because you should always, if you're going to a big festival, you should always, if you come in a large group, split up in twos or threes, and always Have. keep. An exit buddy. Have an exit buddy, exactly. Anyway, this person, after he basically whipped his skull onto the concrete, uh, as we're walking by, he started seizing. And the conscious crew started, you know, they they surrounded him and, and broke up the crowd that was looking at him. I didn't see if there was any blood or anything. I just saw him having a seizure. And... Uh, we walked past him, we made it to main stage, and we saw paramedics come, and, you know, they didn't make a big deal about it. They, the concert continued. About a week or two weeks after the concert, uh, they emailed us, because you had to, you know, put in your email when you buy the ticket. And it was an email from the company who ran the event saying that they... Uh, they basically told us the guy died. Yeah. They said that they had a casualty and they're so sorry for the family of person whom was going to remain unnamed and all those who might have felt uh, disturbed after seeing such a thing and blah, 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 and all these different things. And they basically given the condolences to all who, who went to the show. And it it's weird talking about it because I don't connect that the festival with his passing, which is a tragic loss. But I remember it as one of the most memorable weekends of my life. And it's, it's just a weird experience. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I mean, you were having like the greatest time. It was being like the perfect, perfect, like weekend ever, ever. And you know, someone tragically lost their lives during an event as well. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's a bittersweet, like, yeah. So sort of a, Sort of moment, but yeah, I mean that's just something that like, I mean we we can we can, you know, give a little bit of a warning for. I mean we're talking about music and how much we love it and how much it influences us. But if you're going to a festival, or if you're going to a concert or party, which I'm going to, yeah, Orlando's actually going to EDM this year. EDC, fucker, yeah, EDC to listen to EDM, <laughs> all these fucking acronyms. Yeah, I'm going but to EDC. yeah, party safely, man. Go out and rage, you know, have fun. If you do something, just be safe about it and let people know. Stay with your friends. But, yeah, that's uh, one of the things that that just happens. I mean, that's kind of a big part of music. I mean, if you think about, like, 80s and uh, 70s and 80s rock and roll, what do you think rock and roll and drugs and alcohol, right? Yeah. Yeah, especially, like, those um, those concerts from those days. Like, holy crap. Yeah, Woodstock. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on from that. <laughs> so, before we get to the the next segment, uh, what 
Uh, what would you say the music that is influencing that's influencing this chapter of your life current? Currently, right now, shit. Um, I don't know. It's been a mix of everything. Um, it's I still listen to the old stuff. Um, I've gotten really into like um, like funky um, like pop sort of. Mm-hmm. You know, like emotional oranges, like they have that funk to them and everything. Yeah. Um, um, some EDM still. Um, and oh, well, I guess J pop too, like Japanese music, um, all, all sorts of that stuff. Um, that's probably been like the heaviest hitter, like as of late. As like, you know, I, I get more and more into anime, but some of these artists, like, yeah, they have an, an- they have a song that, you know, it was made it was part of a big anime and whatnot. They have a catalog of other stuff. And some of it is actually really dope. Like, even though you don't understand a damn word, that's what I like about this music. Like, you don't have to understand you, it. You just vibe you with sounds. Vibe you can vibe with, with the sounds, yeah. You can vibe to it, like, so well. And it's like, I learned a little bit more Japanese because of it. But, um, you know, I've, I've been vibing with some of these as well. Yeah. As for me, I think... This is probably one of the most dynamic chapters of my life musically. I mean, okay, just as a little sidebar, I did not like or listen to country until I was a sophomore in high school in my automotive class. Yeah. Because my automotive teacher was, uh, you know, country boy from uh, Declo, Idaho. <laughs> and if you don't know Declo, it's got like 300 people. That's the entire population. Yeah, Declo. There's shit. more cows by like 10 times than there are people. But anyway, so because I was in that class and because I was involved with a lot of the people that were also in that class, uh, they all listen to country and they like country and it got me into it. And that became, and then this guy got me into country. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then I got Orlando in a country. <laughs> but back to the current, um, I think this is my most dynamic year musically. Um, I've been listening to a lot of old rock uh, and yeah, I went through my Hades phase too, yeah. especially when I was working in the warehouse. I went through a, a whole huge Hades phase because all they would listen to was '80s music, and you know I got really into like the '80s pop, '80s uh, rock, all that stuff. Yeah, and grunge. I just started listening to like '90s grunge. Like, oh yeah, that, shit, that stuff's good too. Um, I was I was you know, this is gonna you know piss a lot of people off, but I didn't like Nirvana. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't like Nirvana, and then I some hot takes. Now, now I do. <laughs> now I really like Nirvana. At now first, you appreciate yeah, it. Now there I you appreciate go. it. Now I appreciate it. Now I listen to Alice in Chains. One of my favorite songs is Rooster. Yeah, that's um, good. I, I started, you know, listening to a lot of blues, uh, some Janis Joplin, and and okay, and, yeah, I haven't explored that yet. And I'm I, I'm really into uh, I, like I said, the little precursor country. I I love Chris Stapleton and Chris Young. Chris Young is one of my mm-hmm. favorite uh, country artists. Uh, Outlaw Country is, is by far one of my favorites. Outlaw Country, I like listening to uh, Cody Jinks and um, Dead South. Um, um, you, you protect Chris Stapleton with your life. Yeah, exactly. That man has a beautiful voice. Uh, you know, who is that kid? He's a, a younger kid. 
who has the voice of like Johnny Cash meets the deepest baritone parts of the sea. What is his fucking name? Oh, He's, I know who you're talking about. Uh, the Devil Wears a Suit and Tie. That's the song. Uh, fuck. I listen to a lot of him too. I have to. I have to look this one up because I'm. It's gonna bug me if I don't. Coulter Wall. Mm-hmm. Coulter yeah. Wall, dude. I fucking love his music. Saskatchewan, eighteen ninety one. I love that song. He tells the story of an old uh, prairie boy farming and census worker comes to his house and he says, "Fucking get bent, or else I'll shoot you with my forty <laughs> four. I love that what song, dude. I love that song. Those old like murder ballads and and storytelling. I, man, you know, you know what I've I've kind of liked over these past few years. Um, before, like especially after high school when me Juan. And a little bit after high school, me and Juan were like really, we would like hang out like every day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we we always listen to what each other, what the other one would listen to. Yeah. A lot. But now as like we have like kind of gone our own paths a little bit, right? Obviously, we're still close. We do the podcast and everything, but. Yeah. Um, we just don't I, see each other as, we don't as see, often. Yeah. We went down two very separate paths when it comes to music. Like, I feel like I leaned a little bit more EDM and pop, and he leaned a little more like country, yeah, and and rock, like old school rock. And, um, but like I would show him some stuff, he'd be like, "Oh, that's sick," and he'd show me some stuff, I'm like, "Yeah, that's sick." And like, so we would listen to each other's shit. Like, we we discover our like other music between ourselves because we went down. Two, two different very paths. different paths when it comes to music, and that's the cool part because we don't we don't really follow what is like popular at no. the time. We don't follow no, no. like the Hot 100. <laughs> you know, it's the last thing I want to listen to. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We, yeah, we don't listen to what is the hottest trend. You know what I mean? We I I don't know we just we discover more and more music even if it's beyond our years. Oh yeah, or beyond our our uh language barriers you know it's it's, it's yeah it's, yeah i showed him some because at first he was like what the hell is this shit yeah and then and then he's just like oh okay and i see him vibe to it some of it yeah. it's like yeah <laughs> like, oh, okay. i told you bitch <laughs> she funky no but i mean that that's uh, that's the beautiful thing about music and and listening to it with a completely open mind that's, I mean, that's the only way that you really should listen to music mm-hmm. is with a completely open mind. And I mean, so. and if something's trash, something's trash. <laughs> There's not much more you could go from there. Exactly. Okay, so, I mean, that kind of covers music and songs that impact us. I, we didn't talk about songs that impact us. Name... We had like six songs we wanted to pick out. Yes, okay. All right, no, we'll, we'll do this for the game. All right. So this game is called What Are You Drinking to This? So exactly the name uh I'm going to give him fuck. I'm going to give him six different songs from six different artists and he's going to tell me what drink full bar what drink he would match with this song. Okay. You could do mixed drinks, cocktails, uh, beers, beers Liquors. Liquors, anything. Anything yeah. you can conceivably put together. And um, I guess to keep this lively, we're going to shoot one back back and forth at each other. Okay. 
All right. So my first pick, because we love him, amazing artist. He's made two appearances on on our three appearances on uh, our decor here in the in the studio. The Spins by Mac Miller. Ooh, okay. Oh fuck. Uh, what am I drinking to when it comes to the spins? I don't know, but it's going to give you the spins. I'd probably drink like whatever can give me like trash the fastest, to be honest. Codeine like, and Sprite? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like 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 an AMF or like, uh, uh, what's, what's the other one? Fuck, what's it? Um, Jaeger Bomb or something like that. Oh, like a. Like a downtown bar drink. Yeah, exactly. Like, a, like a, a well special. Exactly. Okay. All right. Hit me with yours. I oh, could shit. I could dig that. I could dig that. Okay, so uh I feel like I feel like my songs are kind of off <laughs> for this kind of game. Yeah, you could go all all genres. I went all all different genres. Okay, okay. So so the very first song that I went with was Actually, this is the number one song that's been played in my whole library. Like, if you have Apple Music, Apple Music kind of keeps track of how many times you play a song. And this song has remained number one for, like, probably three or four years now. But it's uh, Bedless by Pierce Vell. Bedless by Pierce Vell. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what am I drinking to that? I, exactly, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know why you can drink to this. I mean, I guess you can have. I don't know. <laughs> Bedless by Pierce the Veil. What am I drinking? I'm drinking. I'm imagining myself on a tour bus, partying with them. That song's playing in the background. I'm. Doing shots of Jameson. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Okay. And Damn, you want to burn. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I'm going to say uh, shots of JMOs. All right, all right, all right. All right. In case you don't know, that's probably my favorite song of all time. Yeah, it's, yeah. he has a painting that he made. Right? Actually... Yeah, bet, that inspired Bedless. I, that was inspired by Bedless, actually. Because there's a lyric in Bedless that says, because, oh, fuck, how did, it, how did it even go now? I can't remember. How, I don't know. I'm on the fucking spot. Shit. Uh, but anyways, the, the gist is that, you know, you're holding on to something that you shouldn't. Yeah. Like, it's it's burning you. You should let it go. And, and that's what that painting pretty much represents. All right. So, my next one. My next one, total change of genre. Okay. Texas Flood by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh. Oh, God. Okay. Um. <laughs> this one should be easy. I, I, I can't, The only thing I can imagine myself is just having some whiskey. That's all you need. Just having some whiskey on the rocks. That's it. Whiskey on the rocks. Okay. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you how you were having it. You're gonna have it mixed. Or you're gonna have a, a oh, whiskey and soda. Whiskey on ice. No, and, whiskey on the rocks. Whiskey on the rocks, man. That's that's what I that's what I imagined with that song. I agree, a hundred percent. Hit me. Okay, I'm going with the song that is tattooed on my arm. 
Love Yours, Love yours. by J. Cole. Love Yours. What am I what am I drinking when I listen to Love Yours? Uh Love Yours is more of a like appreciation kind of song. Like you Correct, can, yeah. It's a little bit uh like it's a little bit sad. It is sad for sure, hundred percent. Because it's sad, it's like, but you have to kind of like see. It's like the silver lining kind of a song. Yeah, because I mean, you. The only way I feel like you could really appreciate the song is if you've gone through something very, very traumatic in your life. Well, not traumatic, but I mean, very tough in your life. Mm. Um, whether you lost somebody or you went through a very traumatic effect or something, you know, um, because it makes you look like tell you, hey, you know, it's not all that bad. There are people that have it worse, and they're still happier than you. Mm. Let's see. I think love yours. I'm going to say I'm a drink. I'm a drink a. Uh, Fuck, dude, this is hard, bro. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. My choice of songs are probably the hardest ones to drink. To. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, this is gonna be a a uh, an old fashioned. Old fashioned, okay. Because yeah, I yeah, I can totally see that. I think an old fashioned is is it's got it's whiskey with a flair. Yeah, and I think whiskey can be. Used to protrude a negative or or sad perspective, mm-hmm. whiskey straight or whiskey neat mm-hmm. can uh, portray that, and then the uh, flavorful flair with the citrus and the cherry, that can be a little bit more uh, celebration esque. So I think just like that song is, so is uh, an old fashioned. Okay, yeah, I can see that. All right, what you got? Well, <laughs> wasted Tiesto. Oh, dude, I'm fucking. I'm like grabbing whatever I can to fucking drink. Wasted. Dude, I'll drink the the fucking soup at the bottom of a dumpster with this song. Dude, I this song. You know what? I'm probably grabbing a bottle of either some cheap liquor like Smirnoff or plastic bottle. <laughs> Yeah, when you get like the half gallon handles, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly, dude. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm grabbing like some Smirnov. Um, fuck, what else? What I'm else? eating drunken gummy bears. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, and taking jello shots. 100%. 100% to that. <laughs> Wasted by TS, though. Okay. Uh, my next one. Um, shit. Damn, dude. This is this is gonna be real hard for you. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, the art of peer pressure. The by, art of peer pressure by Kendrick Lamar. Easy. Old English forty ounce. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I can totally see that. Old English forty ounce. In case you guys don't know, in art of peer pressure, Kendrick Lamar is practically describing an event in his life that he had before, um, when he was younger in. In it features a white Toyota Corolla. Yeah. And orange orange soda. Orange soda. Orange soda and a white Corolla. And a white Corolla. Yeah. And him running from the cops and we did this once. 
Okay, <laughs> we <laughs> we did run from the cops once, but we we don't know why they were chasing us for <clears throat> in our defense. We don't know why they were chasing us. We were I can't remember what the fuck because it was Juan was not there. It was me, Roy, and Joe, and someone else. I can't remember. I think it was George, and we were in my white Toyota Corolla. Damn, nineteen eighty nine Toyota Corolla. Exactly, and. We were just trying to, we were going through alleyways and everything. Just like the song. Just like the song. Took a left and a right and then another right. That was one lucky night with the homies. Exactly, dude. <laughs> we, we finally ended up at Roy's place. Roy's place again, like the like most always. Inf- infamous spot that we have. Um, we, I went through his back because usually we just park in the front, like in the street. Because in front of his house was just this, like abandoned like warehouse or garage. And so nobody ever parked there. So that's where we would always park. But this time I went through his back um, in the alleyway. And, like, his dad has, like, three or four other cars in there. Yeah, it's got a large carport with an opening on each side. Exactly. And, and I, we threw my car in there. And then Roy drove his car and uh, put it around behind mine so you really couldn't see it. Cops drove past. Yeah. We we uh, we hid in his room, and his room is facing the alleyway. Um, and so we were peeking through the window, and you just see the cop just roll by, you know, trying to look for my car. And it was like, fuck. Yeah, you got lucky. We got lucky, lucky. Was, to this day, we still don't know why they were chasing us. I'm going to be honest. Uh, maybe we they got a tip about somebody doing drugs or something, and they thought <laughs> we were the ones or something. I don't know. But either way, we we got away. <laughs> Maybe maybe if we just pulled over and talked to them, it would have been different. But you know, we were scared. Like, we were just, what, 15, 16? Yeah. We are just fucking run. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Before we move forward, it's time for the next local beer. Fuck, I just opened this. <laughs> uh, sit off to the side. All right. <sighs> All right. So, our next local beer... Uh, we're definitely switching channels on this one. Oh, 100%. Orlando's already uh, did a little a little pre-test on this. I did, because I was mighty thirsty in the car. And, but Juan was driving, so just so you guys know. But uh, I was mighty thirsty. And seeing as I'm a stout guy now. <laughs> yeah, he de- most definitely is a stout guy. I uh, I wanted to give this guy a try, but it's uh, it's Lights Out Stout. Um, by worthy by brewing. worthy brewing, out of Bend, Oregon. Yeah. Oh, and I'm not looking at the back. Um, I am not looking at the back. <laughs> See, I drank this without looking at the back. So, all right, let's go. Ooh. All right. We're uh, we already kind of have you already kind of have a review, but let me give a let me give it a quick taste. Uh, before you go, so I'm not influenced even more. I already drank it, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> what the fuck? I was swishing it, sorry. <laughs> All right. You're basically dead on with your description that you gave me earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it's a stout, it's, um, 
It isn't an overbearing stout. It's not too thick. It's it's not thick. Um, it's not it, light. It is above middle of the pack as far as bitterness goes. Because yeah. there's some pretty. I think it light said one. it was a uh, thirty IBUs. Yeah. Yeah, thirty IBUs. But oh, excuse me. So um, it has a you know stout stouty coffee taste Mm -hmm. it's um it's prominent but not long lasting um it is also a little bit caramelly almost like you would get from a like a coca-cola okay um like a coke coffee kind of but without the sweetness of the coke Mm -hmm. and um the aftertaste doesn't really sit on your tongue, but it's more aromatic. Correct. And it's it's more more cold brew coffee esque. Yeah, totally, hundred percent. I I actually described the coffee in it before, uh, but then once I finally looked at the can after the fact, after I drank it, um, it says there's a hint of vanilla in it, and then when I taste it back, I was like, yes, there definitely is. It's a it's a vanilla coffee that's in there. Um, but it's not like overbearing. It's 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 like perfect. You know, it's like if you if you like your 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 coffee a little more um, um, on the darker side, but with a hint of like some sort of flavoring, that's it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I think overall, it is a very well composed beer. It's a it's well brewed really well. Yeah, it's a really well put together beer. I always seem to judge them that way. If it's hard to pick out individual things because they complement other ingredients and they create their own uh, their own flavor, their own characteristic on its own, like that blend, that combination. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what makes it hard and that's what makes it a very, very well put together beer. Yep. Is it's, it becomes harder to pick individual ingredients versus a combination of ingredients. But I would say my overall rating, I think this is just the the vibe of the day, seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. I still fuck with Guinness way more. I'll give it a nine and a half. Nine and a half? I'm going to give this one nine and a half. Yeah, he was mentioning earlier, he said he was going to put it in his regulars. For real. This is worth the $10, a six pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not. I'm gonna be honest. That's not. If it was cheaper, it'd have been like okay. In the good. grand spectrum of of stouts, you're going to pay more for it anyway. 100. percent So, but, uh, but if I'm paying ten dollars for a six pack of a stout, and this beer right here is asking for the same price, it's got to be good. It's got to be amazing. It's got to blow my socks off. But it doesn't. It's a well composed beer, but it's not amazing. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So let's get back to this game. <laughs> okay. Who went last? Oh, yeah, you asked me uh, the art of peer pressure. Correct. No, it's my turn now. No, you asked me that, so it's my turn. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I meant. Like, it's my turn to be asked. Oh, yes. All right. Switching it up again. Te prosumo, banda el recodo. 
<laughs> yes, bro. sir. Bro. Yes, sir. Dude, bro. We're, hitting, we're hitting this from all angles, bro. bro all I, angles. I'm hitting shots of Cien Anios back to back on this one, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm drinking here. Cien Anios back to back, dude. <laughs> And it's blasting as ho- as loud as it could possibly get. No, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm blasting tequila shots back to back to back on this one. Yeah, dude, straight to the domius. <laughs> that was a joy. Yeah, that one. I mean, that one was it was kind of a given. See, yours are easy, mine are not. No, the spins was hard. Well, I mean, still, though, the spins gives off like a party vibe sort of thing. So, I mean, you got to go with some sort of party drink, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. My mm-hmm. next one. Uh, it's uh, Aquarius the Third by Logic. Mmm. <laughs> mm. So in Aquarius the Third, um, so this is from one of Logic's second, the, the second to last album he made. Um, pretty much in, in the song, it's not a long song; it's like a minute and a half. Um, but pretty much he, the big reason why I relate to this song so much is because I personally also had the same motive as he did because he got really to find paradise. Well, that too. But he got really tired of like the internet, social media, all that stuff. And he's like, why do I even fuck with that? Like, what's the point? And so he got rid of it. And that's when he, that this was the album that he re- supposedly retired on, but obviously he came back. But yeah. Um, and, you know, I just vibed with that song so much because he said, you know, he, he didn't care about the clout or anything, like how many records he was selling anymore he was just like my son's on the way that's that's what's important to me you know what to this song I am oh fuck (laughs) fuck it I'm drinking craft beer (laughs) I'm drinking craft beer that's something that's like you put on like like midway through the night, and you're just like, let's vibe through it, right? Yeah, you're I'm drinking. Having, you're having some brews. You having some brews? Yeah, I'm. I'm drinking. I'm drinking some good brews, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna drink uh, college beers or. Not, he's not drinking Keystone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not this time. Not this time. I'm drinking Keystone. I think I'm drinking something with a with a higher alcohol content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm drinking. Probably an IPA. Yeah, I'll put that. All right. Hit me with your next one. All right. You ready to get gangster up in this bitch? Still Dre by Dr. Dre. Oh, bro. Dude, still Dre. Fuck. Dude, I'm I'm drinking some like, some like Ciroc or. Some Ciroc. Okay. <laughs> like something along those lines, some right? Some Alizé. <laughs> exactly, dude. I'm like, I'm having like a, I have like a glass of it, you know. It's not cold. It's not chilled. It's nothing. It's just you know I'm sipping on it. Hey, uh, what's that? Are you drinking some henny or or what? So yeah, there we go. Some henny. You want to you want to drink some henny? Oh, you you're bringing all of them to the party. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
All right, some Ciroc, some 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 Henny, some Alize, dude. You getting hood up in here? <laughs> it's, it's the vibe that's gonna go with it, dude. Yeah, dude. See walking all over the floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, Hemi. All right. Well, here's another hard one. Of course, dude. Of course. Um, Shelter by Porter Robinson. Shelter by Porter Robinson. Yes. Um, Shelter by Porter Robinson I am drinking Vodka and Red Bulls Mixed? Yeah, no, the, 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 the cocktail The cocktail, yeah Yeah Okay Vod- Vodka, Re- Red Bulls I don't know, I mean It's simple And it's upbeat Yeah, okay So, I mean, like, there you go Vodka, Red Bulls Alright Ready? Mm-hmm. Yonkers. Tyler the Creator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, what am I drinking to that? Hang on. This might be your hardest one. Dude, I'm a fucking walking paradox. No, I'm not. Having threesomes with the... What did it say? Having threesomes with the triceratops Top, or some yeah, shit like yeah, that? Yeah, with the triceratops. Nah, I'm, I'm enjoying some cold ones. Yeah? For sure with this one because... Usually when this song comes on, you're 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 chilling with the boys, you're hanging out with, you're hanging out with people that that really vibe with you the most. Okay, what kind of what kind of brews you drinking? Drinking some college beers, you drink some craft beers, you're putting down a stouty boy, you putting down a fucking probably college brews. Some some college brews. Yeah. All right. Some stones. Mm-hmm. Word. <laughs> I get done with that. <laughs> I think this one I'm probably drinking like. See, I'm fucking walking paradox. No, I'm not. I'm probably like, you know, like, ah, like, fucking, like, you know, getting, getting hyped, but I'm also like bobbing. I think I'm probably drinking, uh, probably around the same thing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe something a little heavier. I don't know, maybe like a Mickey's or some shit. Oh, okay. Some 40s. Some 40s. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Lay it on me. I le- I left the last, the hardest one for last. Oh Jesus, there's yours are all fucking hard, dude. Remembering Sunday, wow, time. Remembering left. Sunday. <laughs> oh, dude. Little backstory as to why this song is on my list. <laughs> so, um, during our like, I guess emo phase, I guess, in in high school, um. We would do. We would take just um, cruises throughout all of Burley and Rupert and whatnot, like all the surrounding area. And it's usually me, him, Joe. The fourth one is usually random. It could be Brian. It could be Roy. It could, it's usually someone else. But typically, it was me, Juan, and Joe. Because there's four seats in the Camaro. Exactly, and and then and Joe's car sometimes too. Yeah. Um. But we would do something that we would like to call harmonize. harmonize. <laughs> <laughs> we would sing along to the song and we would just sing to mm-hmm. our like to our lungs, like to, to as loud as we can. And to the song that's turned up all the way. And we're just singing along. Yeah. Um, this song is, by the way, is like actually like a really sad, like breakup song. Yeah, <laughs> It's 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 all like guitar, like it's an all acoustic acoustic. guitar, 
And it's just um, the lead singer just singing. That's it. It's just yeah. But those are good times. I'll fucking, I fucking I miss those too. What am I drinking to this? <laughs> I don't know. I got to think about what I was drinking then. It was probably something really gross, like shots of fireball or something. <laughs> it was something disgusting. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I have to say something along those lines. Because I needed to get fucked up to, so I could like feel the emotion a of the four song. Loco? A four, a four Loco? Yeah, I, might, I might like down a Four Loco and... Maybe some shots of fireball, some super sugary. and Back then when they were like, kill people? Yeah, back then when, when they are radioactive. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude, you drink those motherfuckers. and They've, they've kind of mellowed them out now, but uh, back then, holy shit. Were, I mean, bad. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think something super sugary, something uh, super disgusting like that so I could get drunk enough to embrace the emotion and not be so embarrassed because at the time I was not as good a singer. <laughs> yeah, I, we were all terrible singers. Yeah, we were no. just like we were, we were just like belting out these notes that <laughs> were all over the place, and our pubic, our puberty voices oh, were yeah. cracking and shit. They're cracking and shit. Fuck, you know, like fifteen, sixteen. Who was actually half decent at that time? Um, Joe. Joe was actually, yeah, yeah. He was actually pretty good at maintaining uh, a higher note and staying in key. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, he didn't. He would have, be the only one who would actually he harmonize. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have like hardly any vibrato or anything, but you know, he was able to stay in key at least. The rest of us sucked. Yeah. We just kind of belted it out. <laughs> but fuck it. That's that's how, how it rolls. But I'm sucking back a four loco. <laughs> I'm taking shots of fireball to this bad boy, and I'm a cry, <laughs> ugly cry. <laughs> oh my god! No, yeah, that's damn, dude. I haven't thought about that song in a long time. I, 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 it's just <laughs> because Juan wanted us to pick like, you know, six very memorable songs that we that we relate to, obviously, and. Remembering Sunday. Remembering Sunday. You'll never you'll never get that one out of your head. No, absolutely not, man. But I got to say two things before we let this one go is you know, music's always going to be in in an like a major important part of our lives. It impacts us daily. Uh good music's super important and super hard to find. Super hard to make, but um, I just keep listening, keep keep looking for your sound, and I don't know, man. Exp- like exploring music. That's a, that's what I want to say is exploring music. You know, I I really hate like, and I'm not trying to like attack anybody or anything. You know, liar. <laughs> I'm really not. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm trying to present this in the nicest way possible, but. I really hate when people are just like totally just don't like a genre because they're just like, no, it sounds dumb or it sounds lame or whatnot. Like, I don't know, whatever the excuse is, right? Like, it, people just don't vibe with a certain genre. I'm like, you haven't even listened to like all of the songs that they offer. Like, right. 
Like you, you maybe yeah, like with country, right? You don't like like the the popular side of things, but yo, like Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Have you heard this man? This man must be protected at all costs. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> But I will say one thing that is definitely a hundred percent acquired taste is like those super super heavy metal bands, like uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, Bring Me the Horizon back in the day. Um, no, like harder than that. Asking like, Alexandria, like harder than that. Like Fuck, okay, like Aborted Fetus. <laughs> There's bands called Aborted Fetus, <laughs> and they all they do is like super heavy heavy like like bass riffs. And like nonstop, like double drum bass, and then constant growl that you can't really understand. Like super heavy metal stuff. And I mean, that I will say is not for me. But uh, there's maybe like a song or two where you're just gonna be like, okay, no, that one's not bad actually. But I haven't found it yet. I have not found it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Dude, you know there's a song like in that same vein. It's called "Fucked in the Face of the Brick." It's a real song. Damn. Look it up. Example A. Why I, it's not really for me. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <By a> brick. <laughs> fucked in the face with <laughs> with a brick or by a brick. <laughs> yeah, it is insane. But <laughs> all I can picture is like someone throwing a brick at someone's face. Oh no! It is way worse. <laughs> I had to look up the lyrics. Because <laughs> you can't understand it. Yeah, that you can't understand screen. it, and it's uh, pretty disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, anyway, uh, yeah, we've had a great time doing this. I mean, drinking beers, listening to music. There's no better way to put this together, man. And uh, I don't. Do you have any any final thoughts you want to get across, man? Be be open to music. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Enjoy. Even, even if you don't under, understand it, like, like look, look within like these past few years, like um, Latin music, right? You know, like Bad Bunny. Exactly. Like he's, how big they've got. He's a superstar now, dude. He, it's crazy because like back then, right? And you know, you wouldn't ever expect that, but he's like, isn't he Puerto Rican? Yeah, I have no idea. Actually. Anyway, he's he's the Latin like Justin Bieber. Yeah, exactly. But either way, like it's they're all huge now. They're huge superstars. And you see K pop coming in through like uh, with BTS and, and Sutter Band uh twice. Like I've I've been seeing like so much hype for them too. Like it's What's BTS? I don't know what it stands for, but it's K pop. Okay. Um I don't personally listen to them. They're a little too poppy for me in my for my taste, but mm. um Still though, like the waves that they've made, BTS has the most viewed song, uh, viewed video within twenty four hours on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! Like they're huge, dude. Like it's crazy, just how how much everybody's palette has expanded as a whole, um, incorporating all these other countries, all these other languages, and I say keep that up. Yeah, um, for sure. You 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 get exposed to something you never thought, and you like it. Don't matter if it's like what none of your friends listen to. Just listen to it. You know. I agree. I agree. I have to say, 
my closing thought is go out, enjoy music, enjoy good drink, and as always, be safe and stay thirsty. Thank you.